sharing, and so is a great story. Welcome to the Kiwi Foodcast, the show where we sit down with chefs, food businesses, food writers, and more to share the stories behind the food they serve. I'm your host, Persan Patel, and this show is brought to you by Podcasts New Zealand. Let's dig in, everyone. Today on the show, I have Monisha Sharma of Mons Flavors. Monisha started her journey on Instagram in 2016 when her son opened an Instagram account for her. She started posting photos of the smoothies she made and the food she cooked. Five years later, her account now has 75,000 followers and she is now a professional food photographer and recipe developer. We talk about her journey of sharing recipes, share some Instagram tips, and learn what's involved in sharing a good food story. So without further ado, let's welcome Manisha. Hi, Manisha. How are you doing? Hi, Puzzle. How are you? I'm all good. (laughs) Good. And we should tell our listeners that you're recording in the middle of doing a food photography (laughs) session. So thank thank you for sparing us the time to do this. Thank you very much for, you know, um, bringing me onto this uh, podcast of yours. And I'm really honored to be here. Okay, awesome. So let's start at the very, very beginning. Tell me a little bit about um, growing up and, you know, the food you ate. Was food always a feature for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I come from a background, uh, farmer's background, basically. I am from Himachal. And uh, people say Himalayas, but it's not Himalayas. It's Himalayas. And that's where I originally come from. It's southern north and it's it's up north. And I come from really good Dense, deep, dense mountains, and yes, we we I grew up around food because uh, my grandfather used to uh, still has actually um, big farms, and we used to uh, have uh, have our own produce. So, yeah, food was the main, uh, you know lifestyle I can say yeah it was a lifestyle and probably I saw my grandfather my uncle um, saying cooking all the time with fresh ingredients and fresh produce so probably that's how I picked up this food love for food and um, you know sometimes people get Himachali food Mm. very confused to Punjabi food because it's all kind of like the same region like yeah. up north. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you like just from your uh, from your heritage be able to maybe share how the food you grew up with is maybe different to the Punjabi food we would find in like yeah. a restaurant? Yeah. So our way, where I come from, actually, the food is entirely, entirely different because we actually don't put too much effort uh, in uh, making all sorts of masalas uh, because it's, it's a Punjabi way and I got married in Punjab. But when it comes to our Himachali food, it's way different. We actually uh, work around with just handful ingredients and actually freshly grounding them and putting uh, them in actually mustard oil so mustard oil has been our the best feature uh, in our every cuisine and just a handful um, uh, ingredients basically spices we don't use too much onions and some of the food you'll be surprised to know that we actually don't use onion we use don't use garlic and all sorts because we think that yeah because flavors are not about onion garlic and you know lots and lots of chilies Uh, we have a set of um four or five ingredients which we actually put in into a Himachali food and that just brings out the punch of flavors and that's probably how my journey actually started because even though I teach cooking classes I know that you you just you know have to be working around flavors and probably 
that Himachali food gave me that strength. Oh, that's that's really yeah. nice. And um, I like it what you said around the mustard oil because, you know, normally now when you cook with the normal oil that you get like canola, sunflower, yeah. that is so flavorless. But it's yeah. amazing when you use like something like a mustard oil or peanut mm. oil, mm. you realize how much flavor just that oil exactly. can add. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I guess, you know, it's that, that part is lost, like that importance yeah. is lost. Yeah. Yeah. No, even even in my cooking classes, I actually insist, I literally use that word insist. I insist people that start using mustard oil because the beauty what mustard oil has and the kind of flavor it just brings out to your, you know, uh, normal dish. It is, it's, it's so beautiful. And people actually don't understand that. That is why um, and where I get into this, you know, role. And yeah. And okay. I just love it. So you're actually from India. So mm-hmm. tell us, what were you doing there? When did you move to New Zealand? Okay, so it's it was 2011, I guess. I'm, I'm really bad with the numbers. But yes, yeah, I think 11, 12 years ago, we moved to New Zealand. Uh, that's a long story. But uh, in India, um, I am an, actually a professionally, I'm a naturopath. And I uh, have a degree in yoga as well. And I used to be an aerobic instructor and I used to be a general manager in, and aerobic instructor and yoga instructor in, oh um, in a gold <laughs> gym actually and I used to be there and that was just part of my life and um, you know um, being in gym and um, teaching people and showing the right way and doing all stuff then that was that was my forte to do health basically you know healthy food nutrition um being yourself healthy, keep yourself fit. And yeah, so that's what I used to do. I was a general manager. And yeah, and And obviously housewife at the same time, having two kids. (laughs) And so then you moved here to New Zealand and were you you working here? How did you kind of, or were you like just cooking at home? How, tell us a little bit about how you got (laughs) started into this world of food. Okay, so New Zealand journey has been ups and downs, lots of ups and downs, as as every Indian faced that, you know. Uh, it wasn't a golden plate and a silver spoon and everything. It was totally hard because we moved to um, Invercargill uh, from India and it was so cold out there. And I started it's getting... Like a, the of uh, yeah, no, worse than, <laughs> no, worse than Himachal, actually. It was really, really cold because, yeah, I don't know. I have never seen that much cold when we, when we went to Invercargill. But anyways, so I we did struggle. I personally uh, struggled a lot because uh, we didn't get because it's a small town. I never got a job there uh, because that anything wasn't in my stream. My naturopathy and everything uh, just fell apart because here system works very differently. So I had to work in a freezing work, and uh, even though I'm a vegetarian, I wasn't vegetarian at that time. But still, yeah, I had to work in freezing works. I worked in uh, vegetable factories, you know, to survive myself because my husband couldn't work and all that. And yeah, this food journey started when uh, we moved to um, from Invercargill to Rotorua, actually. So when we moved here, um, after, again, I was in the same um, hospital. I chose to be in hospitality industry because in Invercargill, I worked for three six or seven months, I guess, in uh, Pitapit. So I just loved, you know, fresh food, being around fresh food because that was in me. And I used to cook a lot anyway, but that was the main part of my job. So when we moved to Rotorua, again, I chose hospitality and started working in a restaurant, but not as a chef because here you have to be, you know, trained and all that. And I did not have any qualification regarding that. But anyhow, I got sick. 
So when I got sick, it was something related to my stomach. So I thought, okay, you know, I just might cut down this, I might cut down. And I started having smoothies. And randomly, I just started posting on my Facebook page. And everyone started because I used to do some layered smoothies, you know, layering smoothies and putting this, putting, because I always wanted something extra. So anyways, so I started from there. And one of my friends said, hey, mom, why don't you join our group? And this is what you need to do. And you, you post some good looking smoothies. And I was like, okay. So that's how it started. I was like, okay. So one day when I was doing it every day, it used to be crazy because I used to make smoothies for myself. And then I used to post it. And I had a very, very nice normal camera like phone camera but people used to just love it I don't know how come so my son said mom why don't you just join Instagram I thought oh what is this Instagram you know and he said no 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 it is this and this I said okay and then he showed me this um, platform he made my page and I wasn't used to it but I was still posting it with no clue how hashtag works if you go you know thousand pictures back you will see how funny i have started i used to do hashtags like hashtag smoothie hashtag used to be million apart and smoothie used to be million part but i don't know where <laughs> people started following me and i started making friends and yeah and i don't know i honestly don't know how it just got so big and then yeah so smoothie was the main thing that got into this instagram and my son so yeah. Yeah. So so this was around when when did you start your Instagram account? Maybe oh like God. 2015, 16? I, I think so. I'm I'm as I said, I'm really bad with the numbers. I I think I think yeah, 2015 or 16. Yeah, February yeah. I it know all kinda, it all kind of becomes one long period. <laughs> yeah. I've been here for but, a long time. Um, I I find your journey really interesting because um Around that time, so I used to be a food blogger. I started having a food blog um, in 2013 when I got married. Um, so I remember around 2015, Instagram was really kind of oh my god, yes. you know, just starting, yeah. and there was a lot and a lot of like food people on mm. it because it's a it's a very good platform if you yeah. like food, right? Like, um, yeah. but a lot of people were kind of using Instagram to promote their blog. Yeah, well, I think what you were doing is really different. It was just kind of like, here's what I'm eating. And like, here's what I'm yeah. importantly making these drinking smoothies. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I find that kind of really interesting. And what I find more interesting is that all these years later, you've still stuck to like Instagram, like you've not kind of made your website or done <laughs> YouTube or done all this other stuff or like, yeah. Are you, are you on TikTok or you just, just, yeah, on I am. I've, I've like, Three, four weeks ago, and that also because a lot of my friends say, oh, why don't you just do this? There's one really good friend of mine, and she's a really big, big Instagrammer, and she's really famous. So she always pushes me. Um, Mom, why don't you do that? I said, so, okay. So four, four weeks ago, I think I made TikTok, and yeah. I'm there too now. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and my that's website good. I should, is on I the way. Download TikTok again because <laughs> I've tried downloading TikTok like three times, and then every time I'm like, I can't, I, I, I can't understand how to use this thing, and I just like delete <laughs> oh, it. Oh, it's, so. it's this the social media thing is good, but at the same time, oh my god, it's so time consuming as well. So yeah. yeah. So what were some of the earliest things? I mean, you you told us a little bit about smoothies, mm -hmm. but um, when did you turn vegetarian and what were some of the early things that you've posted on Instagram versus what you post about now? Has that kind of changed? Uh, not really. I still um, post smoothies. Um, 
no, it hasn't changed. But yes, uh, initially when I started my page, it used to be like literally smoothies and just a healthy snack. But a smoothie was the main thing because that that's what I was drinking every day and that's what I was posting. But then suddenly I read, there was one time like, it, you know, that saturation because when I uh, was fine, I was like, okay, well, why am I actually doing this? And that time I used to get 4,000, 10,000 like on my picture. And then that just gets into your head, you know, and then you actually forget about the real stuff. So I thought, no, Mon, you actually have to think what you're doing actually in real. Are you actually drinking smoothie every day or do you actually? And there were people so many out of the world, you know, connecting and they wanted to chat with me and why are you doing this, this and this. So I wanted to be actually real. And I actually wanted to make people realize that this is who I am. And the smoothies, drinking smoothies every day wasn't me, to be very honest. And that's not how I want to show this world that who Mon is, even if I'm getting famous. No, not that I'm very famous, but whoever, you know, tiny bit following ship I followership I have, I really don't want to fake it. There are people who do that, but I am not into all that. So that's how I changed my journey. I said, okay, because I'm an Indian and I can, I've got so much into, you know, uh, my knowledge that, you know, you can play around leaf flavors. So, so I said, okay, why not start something? which gives, which actually, my page name was Monisha Singh, basically. And then I changed it to Mon's Flavors. I was like, okay, because this is who I am. So, yeah, that's how my journey started. And that's how I actually, I switched my uh, smoothies into what you see now. It's been almost two, three years. But then there was a stagnancy in that, you know, Instagram smoothies are still crazy. But yeah, how many smoothies can one person have? Right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> that, that is my point is like I personally, if I'm an Instagrammer, if I'm an influencer, for an example, I can't I can't make uh, just for the people's sake, you know, just for getting those likes and just for getting um, followership. I cannot be, you know, untruthful to myself. I have to be true. I have to be real because I could take cooking classes. I have to uh, meet people and I have to actually show people. So how, how am I have to, you know, no, I can't do that. So I... Yeah, this is what you see is real. That's, that's I think, really nice because a lot of Instagram, um, as the platform has evolved, it's just become this kind of, like, if you see some, like, while your Instagram feed's really nice, it's really bright, but I feel like your voice comes through your photos while some people, you can very much kind of make out that it's, it's very curated and it's very like, not, (laughs) not who they are. Um, So I think, and I think what you hit about the likes, I want to talk about that um, Mm -hmm. for maybe like new followers. uh, So I guess like people who are newer to the platform because people still keep joining. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there was this time on Instagram where you were saying, like you were saying, you're getting like 5,000, 7,000 likes on a photo and then they removed that likes feature. Yeah. Right. And Mm. now it's kind of like, you can just see this and others have liked your photo. Yeah. Um, how, how did you feel when that change happened? Like, did you find like a relief? Like, oh, okay. Like now I don't need to worry about like how many thousand people are liking my photos. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was actually, let's be very honest because that's, that's what I tell people because the, um, now the Instagram algorithm is, has got really changed what it used to be earlier. 
people used to be like, oh, how much likes and how many likes and how much this and how much that. But since I, when I, because I was a smoothie queen for them, right? And people actually flocked in and numbers just to see those smoothies because I used to do layered smoothies and all that. But because I changed my stream to the reality, there will be so many people actually who have, you know, gone away from my... But yes, I do say that taking that likes away thing is actually really easy, even though I don't get too many likes anymore now. I don't care about that. But uh, my followership is not growing. But that's that's totally fine because, as I said, real being real is more authentic, you know, having those thousands of numbers and not being real to yourself. So that's how I see uh, in reality my picture. And that's how, yeah. So I think... That kind, there are, uh, Instagram is a funny platform. It's a good platform, but at the same time, it's a very funny, funny uh, platform too. You know, where you get just, if you get into that, um, then you just get stuck. That's, that's, yeah, it's like a, how how do I say, tornado, you know, a small tornado, (laughs) which which gets into your swirl and then you just get, yeah, Mm. it's hard to get out. One of the things I've noticed is that, or one of the things I like, is that your food is just so, like, colorful and bright, (laughs) Um, you know, and different people curate their feed differently, obviously. You've got, Mm. like, the dark, moody stuff. I think for yours is very, like, just natural colors like you yeah. know it's like the colors of the fruit and you love blueberries at least yeah. that's what i i can get from <laughs> from your feet um but uh tell us a little bit about how you make your food look like that because um you know a lot of people when they're following a recipe and you make it and you're like um now mine doesn't look <laughs> mine doesn't look like this <laughs> okay so uh, that's very interesting because you know what like what you see, that, that is where uh, what I tell people, like food has to look the same. I, I do do a little bit of, I don't do Photoshop at all because I'm not a food photographer. I People think that it's a good photography, but for me, I'm learning every day. But the colorful, um, I've got so many comments about that. Like, how does your food look so colorful? It's it's the right things, what you add into it, you know, like the the base colors, how you, like yesterday I was making pink smoothie bowl. I knew what colors if I put onto that pink, it will just pop up. And exactly it looked the same. And I actually didn't do too much of, um, you know, what you uh, photographers do, like saturation and all that. I just had to do a little tiny bit of saturation and that's it. Because I show everything on my IG stories that this is how it looks and this is how you change. So, um, and probably I'm an Indian. I like colors. <laughs> colors bring life. Colors, colors. You know, being around in color uh, is good. That's and that makes you so happy. True, though. It makes you I, happy. My whole wardrobe's like red and orange <laughs> and pink, and like I don't wear just like black clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think colors are good, and yeah, I don't know. I just love colors and same ingredients. You make every single breakfast same day and just changing few pop and colors, it just changes the whole, you know, dynamic of your breakfast bowl or your meal or everything. If you look at my recipes, they they are made with just handful ingredients. I am not that person who has, you know, bulk of things in the ingredients. And if I have to tell my followers to or anyone who's asking me, Mon, can you get me this recipe? They actually have to go you know, in supermarket and they can't find it. What's the point of having that recipe when you can't, you know, you have to go millions um, uh, miles away to get that ingredient and you don't get that ingredient. Just handful ingredients is the key. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
even with vegan people and so many people why why do you have to actually put all those ingredients which people can't get access to yeah i think oh, um that, i mean that's that's a good thing that you hit upon and um so i've tried uh, doing keto for example and that's my problem with being <laughs> able to do keto because half the things i'm like what is that thing like what is yeah. xylem husk where the mm. hell do i get that and i mean obviously now you have your specialty yeah. stores which stock those ingredients mm. but i think um often like the kind of recipes you're posting where you just take what's there every day and how can you make mm. it look good like that's that's the challenge that's what everyone wants to know because yeah. then you can like replicate it easily um, yeah. so you talked about you know like developing recipes tell me a little bit about that transition like um so now obviously you post recipes on your feed but you also work with other companies to develop yeah. recipes for them right um yeah. can you tell us a little bit about when you started that how was that transition maybe your first experience when like a brand and um approached you so yeah uh, creating recipes obviously uh there was i think in me always and because that's what i used to do even when i was not an instagrammer i used to create so many different foods so there was a very easy part of me but it's just that you don't know uh that is in you but when you start working around it and then you know wow this is you know you are capable of doing these things because that's what you've been doing so many and and you don't get acknowledgement because you know you're in the kitchen all the time when you get paid for it then it's more acknowledgement wow you can create magic so yeah when people started approaching me and there was a good thing because being an indian they always thought that indian people can only make curries which is actually not true curry is not the word which should be associated with indian people anyway but this is where i come in i tell them see i have a knowledge of spices and i have a knowledge of flavors i might not be a you know a trained chef but at least i have so many years of experience of working with my grandfather and you know being a farmer's uh, granddaughter i had an opportunity to learn every single thing from the scratch how to make so i that's where i came into um this uh, thing and i started telling people that this is what i can create for you you give me four ingredients you give me five ingredients and i will create a magic for you and that's how probably people started approaching me not saying that i'm an indian but they could see that i create colorful food and i create uh, just with handful ingredients probably that was uh, the catch for them and that's how i started getting you know work and that just and that's still going on and okay. i love that part and creating recipes is probably just me okay yeah. wow that's um you know i was like kind of looking up in preparation for the show like trying to find a few of the recipes you've done for people and i came across the one that you did for ironclad pen and we've mm-hmm. had them on the show as well mm-hmm. um way back when the podcast started and um i saw you'd made these like spiced stir fry apples yeah um and i love that because i mean when you talk about apples a lot mm. of people will just put like cinnamon in it yeah. but then you had put or apple pie or you know yeah but you done like apples and then Still it fine. had like spinach in it and mm. like nuts in it and um just the I, like you wouldn't think about putting yeah. those together um so now i was going to ask you like tell me tell me like is that the kind of style that you try to develop where you're trying to do that kind of like pairing of odd ingredients or like things that people may not think would work together yeah that's that's what i like to do so so my uh, what i do is that, see i face two things because i'm an indian yeah and people 
And I'm a plus, I'm a blogger, not blogger, like Instagrammer. And people actually expect from me that I should be making everything which is inspired by Indian culture and everything. So I said, okay, let me just take it a challenge because because I'm in a different country. Obviously, this is my country, but I'm still in a different country. But and at the same time, I actually want to tell them that Indian spices are not just used for masala and curries. So here I am. That is that that was my biggest challenge when I was creating that recipe. And honestly, you should try that recipe. That was that is one of the most beautiful recipe I could have ever created just by just handful of um, ingredients and spice apple. So then while I was, one day I was in kitchen and I was making something and I just threw some apples. I was like, okay, let me just, you know, cumin season, let me. And then I added mango powder. And it just, because Granny Smith apple had their own flavor, it I actually didn't have to do any job. All I did is just threw in a few handful spices and it just did the magic. And then I thought, oh, wow, this is the bomb recipe i need to put it out there and they approached me and i said i've got i was actually going to do this for my page and i'm going to do this and i'm pretty sure people will like it i'm not sure people liked it or not but yes i did get a good feedback because i went to one of the um cooking sessions that i was invited as a guest uh, there and i actually took that recipe with me because i wanted to see how you know uh, people from here they react it was gone and they could not believe that this is granny smith apple and they were like wow we've never and i see people that is that is the mindset yep that is actually mindset and that's what i want to change that yeah these ingredients you whether it's like turmeric latte or whatsoever you know or cumin they these these ingredients are just not for indian cuisines they are for so many other things and they are for your well-being they are for your wellness you have tr- turmeric yeah. latte, so why can't you have a, you know, a turmeric based um, stir fry Granny Smith apple at Definitely. the same time? Definitely, that's that's where the concept comes in, creating such recipes. And I think cumin is such a magic ingredient. <laughs> I know that's I like so to put, true. I, I put cumin in everything, whether it's like yeah. Mexican, Japanese, whatever. Every, everything I put. I've done so many. Everything yeah. starts with cumin. <laughs> yeah, I do that too all the so, time. Did you like, uh, you know, you spoke about starting to do photography initially on your phone, um, Mm. but now you also do photography for like other brands and stuff. So tell us a little bit about your setup. When did you buy the professional camera? Did you buy a professional camera? What is is the setup like? Okay. So again, as, as I say all the time that I, um, I am what I am and I am what you see. That's how I am. If you come to my home, whatever I get, honestly, this is going to be eye-opener for those people who actually want to start. I don't have anything fancy. I do not have anything fancy. I just have a one DSLR camera, and I've just got a flash, uh, not not even light. I've just got um, a... I used, I can't, I wish I could show you. Like it's, it's very temporary um, cardboards I use for black and some whites and, you know, to give shades and all that. And I do all natural lighting. So um, because my food is so colorful, I actually don't actually have to do too much job anyway. But yes, there is um, when, you know, people want professional things to be done. For that matter, you all you need to do is have a light room and, you know, learn about tricks and uh, things about the, color contrasting and all that and that's what you need to know and yes there are a few um uh, you know um, tutorials about uh, dslr how to work on those if if you work on them 
uh, how to get a sharp pictures. You actually don't have to have fancy uh, lenses and all that because I personally don't have that. I, I so I'm gonna buy. So you one. team team Nikon or Canon? Uh, I I am Canon person. Okay, because that's... that was always <laughs> in my budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, I yeah, sorry. No, I was going to ask you that, um, you know, another challenge, um, we spoke about the recipe development, the photography, another challenge that many content creators face is that the Instagram algorithm, right? Like, I mean, we we need to address the elephant in the room. So, you know, first there's like posts, then there was carousels, then there was stories, Mm. now there's reels. Um, And this is just like, five things on one platform. Then there's like, oh, you need to do TikTok. You need to do YouTube. You need to do this. So like, I know that you spoke about being authentic and, you know, creating engagement, replying to people's comments, but do you have any other tips um, on what you're doing that's working on Instagram for maybe like the people who want (laughs) to become influencers? Uh, I'm actually not sure what is working in my part, but all I know is I think uh, because Instagram has changed so much and, um, I've heard that there are a lot of stories about, you know, um, doing some paid, uh, things to Instagram, but I don't, you know, approve all those things. But yes, I think, uh, to go with the flow, like for example, reels, reels is a, is a good uh, thing, way to do it because that's how actually you, um, get more exposure because it's just not limited to those hashtags. It is actually about the viewing thing as well. And I actually quite like it because then you people are just not, you know, reading because there, how much time people have got to read your recipes unless someone's really crazy about your recipes, you know, and that person is. But watching with just one tag is actually a good thing. I think people should stick to it. This is my personal thing. Videos are more powerful than reading of recipes. I don't believe in blogs and stuff because there you are. Who, who wants to read your storylines, you know, what your granddad wanted to do and unless it's a food chapter or something. I, don't, mm-hmm. I personally don't want to. I just want to get into the recipe and make the recipe and that's it. That is yeah. why probably I didn't have a website. <laughs> um, but so tell us then, what are the kind of... Uh, reels that you do because sometimes a lot of food specifically I guess when I'm talking about food um, you know obviously you can do a reel about a recipe that you're cooking but are there other ideas of like other things that you try to do um, when you're making reel yeah I actually wanted to promote where I live like Rotorua but I honestly didn't have much time uh, so that's why I hold it back. But yeah, I actually want to promote where I live. And, you know, people just want to know you better and wh- where do you live and which town do you live and what what's in that town. I wanted I wanted actually to do lots of that, but it's just that I have time constraint. I'm, I get up in the morning, nine o'clock, and I sleep probably 10 o'clock. So it's, I, I actually have no time. Even people think, oh, what is she doing home all the time? But I'm actually full, like nonstop working from... 9 a.m. to probably 6 p.m. in the evening doing all those editing. Lucky I don't even have a website, which will be there. Probably I won't sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. how it is. Yeah. And um, so how much of your time then do you spend every day on Instagram, like just creating an engagement, creating reels, replying to people? 
how much of it is that part and how much of it is now moved to your professional recipe development and food photography work? Okay, so this is a very interesting. So if you talk about three years ago when I had just started, you won't believe I was 24-7 on Instagram. 24-7. You put one smoothie and then you are just on Instagram, even though I was working. But when I'm not working, all you could see me on phone all the time. But that had a very bad impact on my eyes and my neck. So I had to actually stop because that was just going overboard. But probably that was a good thing because I, that's how probably I built my, you know, uh, people skill and people just flocked into with big numbers. But now because I've started working a lot, you know, creating recipes and I do cooking classes and, you know, I, I create recipes for different people and, on, and for my own thing too. So that actually takes lots and lots of time. So if you ask me now how much I, you know, spend time, I actually don't. Now I'm getting growing older not that I should be saying that but yes um yeah so it, it it affects you know by the passage of it affects so I I have started getting um my eyes started getting hurt and because I'm all the time on tripod and doing all those things and you know it, it plays a big role so now I hardly spend time two hours or three hours which is disappointing because, because Instagram doesn't like that Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Instagram doesn't like that. Uh, if you open your Instagram, uh, that that Instagram sees that, oh, this app has been opened. But then why is that person not, you know, uh, doing something? Why is just opened and just vanished? So that's what Instagram is very clever. And that's where people need to act and react on that. That's what people do. If, if you see a one page is so famous, it is just not recipe. There is yeah. so much hard work into that. That, those, that person is 24-7. Maybe their managers, I don't know who, but it's it's twenty four seven job. Constantly. I find it, um, yeah, and it can be a time suck, oh, right? Like yes, as absolutely. as as certain things develop, and I guess the algorithm changes, and mm. you know, I mean, you can just spend the whole day <laughs> on yeah. Instagram, um, but that's not like that's obviously creating your personal brand, but yeah. it may not necessarily be where your money is coming from. Exactly. You still need to do the actual work. Yeah. Um, and I find, and maybe, so I've never obviously blogged about lifestyle or not, not even blogged, but not even kind of, you know, I'm not a lifestyle like influencer. I've only ever, and I, I, you can't even call me an influencer, but like whatever I have posted has always been about food. But I find that doing food is quite exhausting because you still have to like think about the food, go buy all the ingredients, go yep. cook it photograph it exactly. um, and then you also have to time making that food uh, so that when it's ready the lighting is perfect exactly. <laughs> which was so like my true. biggest challenge like when I was blogging in India mm. um, you know I would do it after work and so the dish would only be ready at like maybe six o'clock and mm. then like the light's gone and I used to live in like a really yeah like place where there was no natural light so I hated it because and so then I had to like only cook on the weekends yeah. when it would be ready before and but it still had to be done before yeah you know maybe 12 and like the shadows start coming <laughs> and all that kind of stuff know, and you don't think about it. that like um that there's so much planning involved behind that one oh, yeah, photo absolutely and people think sometimes I get free um you know offers they oh could you do that for free and I thought oh my god you don't even realize how much hard work 
work goes into that one dish. And, you know, oh, that's a massive job from planning to cooking to executing. It's, it's, it's a big, big job. Heads off to those bloggers, honestly, who write their big, big lessons <laughs> in those <laughs> blogs. But I, I can't do that. I am so fixed up with my cooking anyway and creating recipes. So, yeah, heads off to them. So if you had to start Mon's flavors again, like tomorrow, I don't know, yeah. you know, you wake up and I don't know, Instagram's gone. There's a new oh, platform yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to start it all over happen. from scratch. What, was there something you would do differently? No, 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 no. That's that. what you see is who I am. And that's, that's what my brand is because I could have kept any, any name, but Mon means me and flavors because that's where, that's who I am. I, I work with flavors and nah, it's not going to change. It will okay. be what, yeah, it's, it's never going to change. <laughs> if, even nice. if I had a restaurant, you know, uh, that, that, that would have been flavors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just to wrap up then, like, what is your hope um, for the future in terms of Mon's flavors? Like you spoke about, you know, moving and doing a little bit more of the cooking classes. Yeah. Is that a stream that you're going into? What is the big vision in like maybe 10 years? Okay. This, this might find very uh, uncommon. You, you won't hear from someone, person like me, you know, who has big following and blah, blah. I actually uh, don't have big aspirations. Let's be very honest. I, I don't. I work every day and I, I don't have any goals. Like I, I know I've got a vision, like this is what I need to do, but I work for that vision. But if you say, Oman, do you have such and such goal that you actually have to reach up there? No, I don't. Because I, I, I live my life every day. I, I, don't, I don't believe in making goals. Uh, I don't know why. This, this sounds very... Um, some people might find, oh, she doesn't even have a goal. But that's how I am. I will reach, if I work hard every single day with happiness, I will reach somewhere. And that's how I, I think. And uh, with with a vision, I don't have a, as, as I said, I don't have a big vision. But yes, I do see uh, people getting more knowledge about Indian cuisines. That's where I want to actually come in. And I want to make people's... Um, uh, perspective of Indian, uh, actually, um, especially this word curry. I just hate this word curry. Uh, it, I will really want to change this. We need uh, to have a, we need to have another people. episode. Yeah, we need <laughs> to have another curry. episode Honestly, recording I, of the of curry. <laughs> yeah, I, I start my cooking lessons with this word called curry. I said, even though we've been called curry munchers all over the world, we actually don't eat curry. So they like, they look at me. So anyways, we are going to wrap up. But uh, just in saying, I do not have a big vision. Uh, but yes, <laughs> I, de <laughs> I definitely want people to understand about flavors. Even they cook every day. They sing, but even if you have four or five handful of ingredients too, you can create magic. You can create magic. And especially with Indian, we, we are... Uh, so blessed that we have so much, you know, so many uh, gold ingredients in our dot masala boxes, and that can create massive difference to any flavor, whether it's any, it's Italian or whatever. I, I create so many recipes, you know, adding mix of flavors, and then they are the bomb recipes. 
So, you know, I recently made fettuccine and I put um, ghee tarka in it mm-hmm. instead of putting blue cheese. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this Italian, like if any Italian <laughs> finds out what I had done, they're going to like come kill me. I know. But I paired it with cauliflower and it turned out so nice. And it's, like, it's you know, it's, yeah. it's just about like, how can you use hmm. the best ingredients or best flavors from somewhere else and yeah. put it into the kind of food that you that want to eat every day? That is what to change. Actually, people think, oh, this is Italian. Italian has to be in Italian. This is Indian. Indian has to be in Indian. No, it doesn't work there. It's it's all about food. It's all about flavors. Flavors can go into anything and create magic. And that's what yeah. I think. I made yesterday a pesto rice. And I thought I just made a coriander pesto. Why do I actually have to bring out, go to, you know, shop and buy just a spaghetti? I don't have to do that. I'm going to, I've got rice. I'm going to mix into it. Oh my God, it was so good. And that's what the flavors are. Okay. That's, yeah. that's great. Um, so, what I want to do now is move on to my favorite part of the show, which is called Fast Food 5. Perfect. And that is five surprise questions about uh-huh. food. So are you ready? Oh, um, let's see if I can make it to those. <laughs> okay. So favorite Indian spice to cook with? Cardamom. Cardamom. Nice. Green or black? Uh, both. Both, yeah. yeah. They both have a very different Absolutely. flavor, right? Yeah. So I only got introduced to black cardamom very later. Uh-huh. And I found that that has like a much more stronger Strong. flavor. Yeah. While yeah. your green cardamom's more, can go into you can put it into like savory. desserts yeah. and yeah. it's it's more multi, yeah. like sweet and savory. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The one vegetable you think everyone should try? Uh, one vegetable. I like bitter gourd. Bitter gourd. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's very good. rare, but it's good to see that it's now available here. Yeah. Bitter gourd. I'm not sure why people don't, uh, you know, realize people think that, oh, this is what the hell it is. Because people don't have knowledge how beautiful that, you know, vegetable is. People need to try. It can be mm. used in so many various ways. So Maybe many. I need to. I need to ask you how many ways. I, oh, I don't yeah. like bit- so <laughs> cooking ways. with bitter gourd, but I should try it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A food photography trick that you always use? A uh, food photography trick. I actually don't use any trick. Um, oh, my God. I actually don't have an answer for that trick. Uh, best light. I think, but you, yeah, I think you talked best about light, the, yeah. the natural best lighting, lighting right? Like, that's what I do. Yeah. Lighting. Lighting plays a big role. So yeah. is there a best time in the day that you prefer to shoot? I, yeah. In winter, I start 10 and max I work until 1 o'clock. And you actually have to choose where the light is, not facing light, where it's not too harsh, but at the same time, it's really going to pop up your uh, food. Then you actually have to don't have to do too much work on your Lightroom and stuff. So, yeah, a few okay. things, yeah. Um, something that you must always have in your pantry. Salt. Salt. Nice. Yeah. You and know, and so I black always... pepper. And, and black, black pepper. pepper. I okay. love black pepper in everything because I don't eat chili at all. Yes. Okay. So black pepper and salt. Okay. Yeah. Um, and last question. Breakfast, lunch or dinner? Your favorite meal of the day? Dinner. Dinner? Yeah. I wouldn't think that since you make so many smoothies and toasts. Oh. And <laughs> no, I, because that is the time I get to relax. Because morning is all the time thinking and thinking and thinking. So I actually don't get time to enjoy my breakfast unless it's Saturday and Sunday and I'm sitting with my husband or something doing then. 
But my best part of the meal is dinner because that is the time when I sit down on my couch, when I know everything has been done, and then that is the time of the meal I enjoy a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, and so this is this does well, this one doesn't count as the fast food five one, but I want to just ask this. Um and it's like so are your husband and um son sick of having your smoothies or do they still like it like five years in? <laughs> no, they, uh, my husband actually he is the, the top fan in my house. Uh, he he loves my food. He always says, uh, you know, Mon, I can't imagine myself um, eating somewhere else. And if someone else cooks for me, you are one of the best cooks ever. So that is he keeps giving me compliment. Talking about my kids, uh, probably they don't have any choice. They have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, right? <laughs> yeah, in your Cool. Well, thank you so much, Manisha, for coming and talking to us about your journey and just, yeah, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiwi Foodcast, brought to you by Podcasts New Zealand. Be sure to listen in next time for another helping of Kiwi Food Stories.